0: Hello Colorado! This is Philip Jordan with I Love Colorado Beer Cast. I Love Colorado Beer is your home for great beer gear including t-shirts, koozies, sweatshirts, hats, and much more. Just go to ilovecoloradobeer.com. Today on our show we have Brett and Mike from 38th State Brewing Company. And now on to the interview. So, Brett, when did the idea for 38th States begin? Um... We actually, Mike and
1: I, got the idea for Thirty Eight State uh, several years back. We started home brewing, and it was I think twenty ten, something, something like that. And um, you know, just started kind of dinking around in the garage a little bit, and uh, went halves on a homebrew kit, and gave us something to do on the weekends while the game was on. Right on. And um, it, you know, slowly kind of just built itself up, and to the point where we had people coming over, hanging out in the garage, and watching the game, drinking our creations, and and um, you know before before we knew it we were getting all this positive feedback and and jump forward it you know you live once why not give it a try and and obviously beer is huge in Colorado and uh, so we threw our hat in the ring and this is where we're at so very
0: cool and Mike how are you involved in this process
2: Uh, I am I am the uh, the head brewer classified as a head brewer and
0: it's just a title (laughs) <laughs> nice. So you guys co-own this, or not?
2: Uh, it's uh it's Brett and I, uh, my wife Kim and uh, Jason, so cool. four of us. Family business type of thing. Yeah.
0: cool. Small. Family and Awesome. So what kind of challenges did you uh, experience when preparing to open? I mean, going from what system uh, were you working on before this? You
2: know, and at home, uh, at home I was we were doing 10 uh, ten ten gallon batches. Um, small easy extract stuff when we started out and then we moved to all grain and then the trash man yelled at me <laughs> and then uh, uh, we decided to, to open up 38 states so we purchased a, a big Ruby Street system and uh, was doing uh, uh, half barrel batches in, in my garage and then we bought uh, the, the one barrel system uh, for, for here Okay.
0: So you're kind of dueling it for a little while, how long did it take you guys to actually go to from buying this place to opening up the doors uh, for-
2: you know I, I got the LLC in January of 2012 um, it took roughly a year and a half to, to get the doors open working with the, the city zoning and permits and licensing and all of the uh, obstacles there Littleton was was pretty uh, they were pretty close minded to this they didn't understand what we were doing uh, through through meetings and, and Town hall events, we were able to uh, to to get them to understand what we were trying to do.
0: Right on. So you guys said that at home you were using a half barrel system, and was that the first system that you guys ever brewed on?
2: No, so, uh, I think our first one, and Brett, if I'm wrong, I think it was just a five gallon. it was a uh, it was Just a just five gallon little, little little little, uh, little
0: pot. Yeah. Nice. And it
2: was
1: it was a step above brewing on the stove, <laughs> you know. And we had a little little camping. Well, it was a little camping deal yep. on the ground, and uh, yeah, just be in the garage and, and all. I mean, during the summer it was great because you could open the doors, be you know nice and warm. And then the winter came and you had to close them, and it would just get steamy and the floor would get slick, and it was condensation
2: it was, would drip on us for days. And up <laughs> my garage, yeah, it, it was, was good uh, times.
1: Yeah, it was an adventure for sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, to start small and to be where we're out now is just. I mean, we're we're psyched. Were you guys
0: always
2: all-grain, or did you guys do uh, extract? We started out with extract at first. Uh, you know, it would, I guess when you first start homebrewing, man, the, the all-grain kind of, it's kind of intimidating. But actually, it's, it's, it's pretty, you know, it, did, it worked out where it was really easy. I think the hard part was just getting rid of the grain. Uh, I mentioned I know, the trash man sent me a letter. Uh, I would put it in my garden, and the dogs would dig it up, <laughs> uh, stuff like that. Nice. So, first
0: beer you guys ever brewed? It was terrible, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, that explains I can tell the question you, too. The third one we <laughs> brewed that was gone off. Well, I, I don't.
2: I mean, maybe it was like a pale. It was IPA. What it was. was, it, was, a kit, it? was it, it was a kit. I, I thought it was. was a, a kit. I thought it was an IPA kit, and it uh, didn't come out half bad. I remember uh, we were so proud. was an proud extract. Back. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah.
1: It was. It was a paint by number <laughs> kind of beer, and and the fact that. I'm, yeah, I'm sure it wasn't as as uh, you know good as it could have been, but the uh, uh, just the fact that we had made it yeah. made it taste so much better, you know. Oh, yeah. And, and then uh, we we messed around with kits for not that long, maybe a couple, three, four, five batches, and then we decided to kind of jump right in and get creative with recipes and whatnot. But I, I I couldn't tell you the first one, but it's uh it's I have the notes. It's called. in the I rear can, view I can find out yeah. what it was. <laughs> Or
0: you shouldn't find it.
1: No, no. I know. At the beginning, we took insane—I mean—meticulous notes down to the minute of hop drop and temperature and all that, and that got real old real quick. Oh. And then we kind of just, just you know, did it by by feeling almost. You know, ah, let's let's throw these in now, see what happens. Let's turn it up a little bit, turn the temperature down, and, and see what happens. And uh, and uh, I think we got a better feel for what we were trying to do, and then. Mike just kind of ran with that and started creating his own, you know, his own recipes and things like that. And some of those are still in,
2: in-house today, which is great.
0: Awesome. Did you guys uh, use the cooler for the mesh tone and
2: all that? Oh, we had a little wart chiller. Yeah, a little wart chiller. Just hooked it up to the garden hose. And Actually, I think the first time we did use a cooler, didn't we? We had my cooler out. It was overflowed. Yeah, it was a mess, man. It was something else. I think our wives were there watching. What the hell are these guys doing? It was very elementary, so the fact that we're here
1: now, I don't know how we did it, man, but we did it, but it was but again, we never started out to do this to make money, right you know we just did it because we like drinking beer and, and why not try making beer? you know a lot of people seem to do that and and that's where we got going and yeah, we caught a lot of flack from the ladies of mm-hmm. I mean we're neighbors, so I'd, I'd be over at Mike's until 2 am 3 a.m just. Drinking beer, making beer, and, and then bogging up the garage. Yeah, and then having to, you know,
2: I think that's why we stopped taking notes because we couldn't read our beer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the ink was starting to run due to the
0: condensation. But I mean, it was it was it was a great time initially. So you guys know? got a, a one barrel fermenter, and then where did it go from there? How many do you have right now?
2: Um, so right now we have uh, we have roughly a, a, a thousand gallon capacity with what we have uh, up here downstairs. Okay.
0: And this is what's your, what do, where do you want to go with
2: this? Um. Well, I think that was a that question was down like at number six or seven. But we, <laughs> we, uh, we're in the process of uh, uh, purchasing a larger system, uh, a seven barrel system, so we can, uh, so so we can make beer, um, you know, once a week or twice a week, as opposed to every day. Uh, I, the time that we've been open, I, I've, I've realized that um, there's a lot of other things that have to be done besides make beer, like clean kegs and tanks, and, and making beer is a fun part, but there's a lot of uh, other things that go along with it, cleaning and sanitizing everything, so it, uh, it, it, everything's so time-consuming, so we want a bigger system so we can do stuff like that.
0: Very cool, and I and I will touch on it a little bit later. But you need to start drinking some more beer and not focusing so much on my nose. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next question in a bit. Yeah. Oh man. All right. No, I don't so. to look
1: at? It. Just hit me with
0: <laughs> So when you guys have been brewing and the beers that you have up here on your menu board, do you guys use a like a more scientific method or do you guys just kind of trial and error?
2: Um. You know, at first it was trial and error. We just wanted to see. You know, first we just, gosh, I hope it's good, I hope it's drinkable, and, and we would find, uh, make beer that, um, that was good, and if we, if we liked it enough, we would keep it and uh, change what we wanted to change about it to get to a point where we use that same recipe every every time, like when we make the, the, the Great Plain Scottish Ale, that, that recipe is, is set in stone, we don't have to mess with it. Sure.
0: So, um, do you guys do you guys do all your readings and everything, and keep notes, and just completely um, we, on every beer, or is it no, more? No,
2: uh, you know, we just uh, we use beer alchemy. So any notes that we make are no longer written down; it's uh, saved in the tablet. Yep, and we pretty awesome. We can print it out, man. It's a beautiful thing.
0: Absolutely. So, uh, what kind of styles of beer are you known for?
2: You know. Uh, we just want to stay two style. Like if we make a uh, an IPA, we want it to taste like an IPA. Um, just really, uh, I'm open to making any kind of styles. Uh, I just, you know, I, I want to make a good uh, a good style of beer before I start to really play with it and add to it and change things.
0: Absolutely, and that's also your favorite to brew, or what's your favorite um, to brew?
2: Uh, gosh, you know, I would. I like making the double IPA. It uh, it just smells good and. It's my favorite beer to drink too, so it, it just uh, personally that's my that's my favorite.
0: So, what's your favorite beer to drink?
2: Uh, our beer or is any beer.
0: Yeah, your beer. Uh,
2: my beer. I'm, a, I'm the double uh, the, the the two Buttes uh, double IPA. And Brett, it, double IPA and the uh, that Scottish ale.
1: Awesome. That Scottish awesome. ale probably when it gets down to it is my favorite. Um, that's one of the ones that we had from from Jump Street. I mean, from the, from the get go was that one. So I think it's just kind of ingrained in me that, you know, I mean, that was one of the, the first beers that came out that was just like, we need to put that on rotation. Yep. Let's keep making more and more of that. But, I mean, having, having a smaller system, at least right now, allows Mike a lot of creativity to, you know, I mean, roll out, not necessarily experiment, but roll out different versions of, di- of beers and different styles. I mean, we've had over... Was it thirty something? Yeah, different six. Yeah, different. Come out, and and some might be subtle tweaks on on beers, or just you know completely brand new. And we've got barrels downstairs that we're aging stuff in, and and uh, but it allows that creativity, you know, sure. of or at least if you're a customer, you come in, and you, you may not know what you're getting, and the fact that we can constantly flip it up, we don't back ourselves into a corner and say, oh, it's only English style. It's only term sites. You know, it's, there's always something new. And if you come in and we don't have what you want, it's like no big deal. Try something new. Yep. And, and, and I think we're, at least I am. And I think I can speak for my two. We're really proud of that. That it's not only the same six beers on tap. You never know. It's always something new, and I think that encourages people to come back, too.
0: Which kind of goes back to the experimental and how you guys like to experiment around a little bit more. I,
1: mean, I, think, I think a little bit, but I, I think it's funny that both of our answers to that was stuff that we had from, <laughs> from the very first, all right, this is going to be our, our stable or our fleet of six, and 30-some-odd later, we're still stuck on those you know those couples. So,
0: so what style of beer is your favorite... Um, let's let's rewind. Um, tell me about a beer that surprised you. So sales or your the you know I would favorite to the customers. I would say
2: just uh, some of our barrel beers. Uh, like the ESB and a rum barrel. It did uh, It sounded good at the time when we put it in there because it was late in the day. But then later it's like you know we would sample. It. It's like ooh man I just don't know about that. And then you know as it sat for. Several months, it, uh, it it changed and it it, uh, it was an unbelievable beer. <laughs> so I'm looking
0: around. I'm not seeing any barrels. How oh, many barrels do you
2: um, have? Uh, eight, we have eight, eight eight eight, we have eight downstairs in the basement. Nice. Yeah.
0: And do you do you guys use them once or?
2: Uh, we use them about two or three times, and then uh, the guy that we get them from will buy them back and make furniture out of them.
0: Well, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, That's awesome. Um, how many beers do you have on tap at all times?
2: Uh, we we try to keep at least six, and we've had as many as, uh, as nine.
0: Did, did you guys run into a bind every once in a while where it's just you guys it,
2: honestly, run out? Honestly, uh, we have. Because <laughs> it's it, that good, yes. Because it's that awesome, we've, yes. We've, we've, uh, we've been closed, I think, when we count two days, and we, we just didn't have beer. Sure. Uh, that, that has happened.
0: Well, I mean, because, I mean, you guys are brewing on a little smaller scale, It's I mean, it, but it's great beer. And so, I mean, if you guys get a rush, an unexpected crowd... Um, yeah, those big, well. those
2: big Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> the Tuesdays sure there's, there's been a couple
1: days yeah, where we don't expect the uh, the amount of clientele to walk in, whether it's a party yeah. or just you know whatever, and and they do they do numbers sure. and we go light. Yeah, and that's, and
2: that's and again that's you know to go back to the bigger system. That's why um, we're looking to upgrade our capacities because we you know we, we struggle to keep this place full of beer, mm-hmm. and we uh, kind of want to get out of that. So,
0: would you expand in this space or would you expand out?
2: Um. So, the next room over, okay. uh, with the four garage doors, would be where it would cool.
0: be And right now, you're using that as kind of an outside seating area.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Game room,
1: just kind of a different. It's a little less formal than what we have out here. Yeah. You know, and and that works really well in the summer. We got the cornhole. And you know, people just like to hang out, and the fact that we can open the doors. But if it means putting equipment in there to be able to push more products and feed the need, then yeah, we're all we're all for it. Absolutely. For so sure. that
0: kind of goes to my next question about: Are you guys kind of family friendly? Because um, you guys have a game room over here. Would you guys consider yourself family friendly? You got would, a lot of kids coming. I would coming? think
2: so. Uh, you know, we we try to put some things in to entertain the kids when they're here. Uh, certainly. As a as a, as a guy that doesn't have kids, it's hard to do because I don't know what kids like. <laughs> no, they don't, yeah, right.
0: How about pets?
2: Yeah. Pets are welcome.
1: Yeah, we'll have we'll have dogs, you know, rolling through here, little
2: kids. I mean, from toddlers up to you know. And we also uh, work with the uh, South Platte Valley Humane Society, mm-hmm. and they do uh, they bring their animals here for adoption. Adoption, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so we've got had a few, few adoption days. And, yeah. yeah. Do
0: you guys do a lot of events local? Like a lot of local events going on.
1: We do a decent amount, I think. I mean, we've had anything from just, you know, birthday parties to uh, high school reunions. We had a wedding reception.
2: The mayor was here. The, ma- the mayor awesome. hanging out. That is Oh, nice.
1: Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we, I don't know if we necessarily try to market ourselves or promote ourselves as kind of an event venue, but people approach us and they say, hey, you know, we're looking to do whatever, and, what and is- can you guys accommodate? And, and absolutely we can. And I think that kind of speaks to... One, the, just the vibe or the feel of the place. Um, the product, most certainly. I mean, if you're going to have an event, you obviously want yeah. you know good, good product. Um, and you're not going to import your own alcohol, you know. Yep. So I think that's that speaks to to what Mike and the team are doing. But um, yeah, I mean, we, we have a variety of events and um, and you know, kid friendly, pet friendly, and we just I think we want 38 State to be a, a place where just people can go and hang out and relax and and not worry about you know. What they're wearing, or, or what kind of car they drive, it's just it's all about the beer. And if that means you bring a couple kids along, then so be it. And if that means you know you bring your dog, or you're fresh off the, the bike, or I mean whatever the situation may be, come and hang out. Sure. And I I think we really, I think that's a, that's a, not maybe what we intended to do, but that's what we are, and that's awesome. And I think we're thrilled about that because we do speak to everybody.
0: Yep. So I kind of got that on your website. You kind of say you know you're blue collar, just you know, blue collar, white collar, no collar, Ab- baby. Absolutely. Yeah. Whether
1: you're a gardener or the DA, you can hang out, share conversation, and a good brew, and, and you're going to have fun. So, so. does
0: that relate into the name? How'd you get the name Thirty Eight States?
2: Uh, well, read some books, bought some, uh, purchased some books, uh, Colorado history books. Uh, I wanted. It was important. It was important that we kept it. Uh, Colorado uh, figured, you know, come up with a name, and it. it, it uh, one of the one of the notes I had written down was that uh, Colorado was the 30th, 38th state uh, in the union, and uh, a few a few beers later, we had a uh, we had thirty eight state brewing company. Nice.
0: So, as uh, I love Colorado beer,
2: how can we
0: help you guys? What what is it that we could possibly do to achieve your vision? Is it something as far as um, you know, we're going to put a link up on our site to get people interested. Um, anything specific that you could think of that? Uh, put some stickers on your car. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, come to Thirty Eight States, grab some stickers and plaster them <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Until it becomes a
1: felony and then it's just no good. I just think, I mean, making people aware. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we're, I think we have a great, a great location right off of, you know, uh, Broadway and County line down a little <laughs> <laughs> sure. um, but, I mean, we're, we're in a car care center, you know, so it, we are tucked away a little bit. But I think at the same time, being so close to Broadway, we, we are very, I think we're in sight, you know. And, and if people know about us and they know where we're located, it becomes that much more obvious. So it's just getting the name out there. Mm-hmm. You know, here's where we are. We're Littleton's first true craft brewery. You know, we're not a restaurant, we don't serve food, obviously. We've got the truck tonight, which yep. is, you know, rolling the How many is awesome. times
2: do we have to answer that question? Like, when we were in the process of trying to open up in Littleton, they, uh, uh, they were dumbfounded. Well, why, why don't you have to, why, why aren't you serving yeah, food? Yeah, we don't have no food.
1: Because we're not a restaurant, we're, we're no a brewery.
2: I, I, no, our, our license doesn't require us to.
1: <laughs> so, you know, I think, I think just, just getting the name out, letting people know where we're at, and, um, and what we're all about. You know, I, I think that's something we take pride in, that, that we actually, in meetings with the city, like Mike spoke to earlier, is they didn't really know what we were trying to be. And I don't think they thought we were gonna be the next cores coming in, in terms of you know, traffic and waste and things like that, but I think they thought we were gonna be a lot bigger than we are. And, and once we kind of got them on board and said, you know, we're gonna be small, and this is what we're trying to do, and it's, it's an art, you know, it's an art form, and, and we wanna share that with everybody. That they, they got on board and lo and behold, I mean we're Littleton's first. And since then there's several breweries that have popped up in Littleton. Sure. And and I'm not saying we it's because of us or we trailblazed, but kind of in a way that we you know we did. Yeah. So, you know, getting the word out, letting people know that Littleton is on the map now, I think is is what we want. And 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 it's not only us, you know, there's there's a lot of breweries around here, and I encourage everybody to go around and see. What's what? I mean, we have a really tight-knit community. I mean, Mike, we all know all the owners, and we're constantly drinking at everybody else's place. Because, I mean, really, it's it, we, we love our product,
0: obviously. Yep. But yep.
1: we're gonna promote everybody else, too.
0: Which is such it, a it cool really thing. It really is a
1: family, you know? And, and I mean, in my opinion, if, if, if Blue Spruce or Three Freaks or you know Living the Dream don't succeed, then why would we? Sure. You know, and, and, and by keeping them going and promoting them, they're promoting us, you know. And, and I mean, everything on C470 is is, is a family. It really is.
0: You do know, you guys so join in the on, the, on the 470 projects that they do? Or? We did, yes. Yeah, that, yep. yeah, that, you guys that will collaboration,
2: continue. that yep. was a Bach, right? Yep. Yeah. The The Weisenbach.
0: And you guys will continue on probably joining that?
2: I think so. It, uh, it was really well put together. I think, um... Uh, Living the dream, uh, kind of spearheaded it. They did a really good job. The glasses were cool. Uh, the little maps. Uh, the stamp ID was really, was really neat. It was uh, it was a good time. We uh, because of the size of our system, we were, uh, to my knowledge, the only brewery that we actually did an original concoction, or I'm sorry, decoction of the beer. So we would we would take it out of the mash tun, bring it to a boil, pour it back in. It's kind of a, a, a an old old style of, of making it beer. And, um, I know that other breweries could do it, but it would probably add five or six hours to their brew time. Right? So they, uh, they opted not to, but we did it the, 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 the kind of traditional way.
0: Awesome. So you guys are open seven days a week? Yep. Yep. Very cool. Times? Do you guys have those down? <laughs>
2: we are open uh, 2 to 11, Monday through Thursday. We open early at 7.30 on Saturdays for European soccer. Uh, well, obviously, we serve beer, we have breakfast, burritos, and then uh, we close at 11 and then noon on Sunday.
0: Cool. And food trucks? How often are food trucks uh, Food trucks, trucks are Wednesday, Wednesday through Sunday. Through Sunday. And, and it, to check the website, what's your guys' website?
1: 38statebrew.com.
0: 38statebrew.com. And we're on awesome. uh,
1: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Mount Rushmore, the Bad signal, <laughs> <laughs> the bubbles in your bubble bath. We're everywhere, baby. We're
0: global. Nice, and on, I love ColoradoBeer.com. So I have a, another little sheet um, that you guys don't know about. Oh, it's a, bonus, it's a bonus Hope oh, you guys are enjoying that beer. All right. So, do you guys have a, a phone on you with a stopwatch at all? Uh, yeah, I got one. Absolutely. So if you want to open up that stopwatch, I'm gonna put you in charge of your own time. No cheating. Oh. So I have this sheet. Just want to prequel this with uh, you guys have no idea what these questions are. You guys haven't seen them. Is this correct? This is correct. That's yes. I'm nervous. Excellent.
1: I'm, so, yeah, I'm a little
0: spooky. What we're gonna do? We're gonna run through 11 questions. The fastest time at the end of the year, uh, that brewery will get a special gift. So,
1: who's answering these?
0: You know you Just what? scream out. Shout them out. Okay. okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go fast. You guys go fast. And right when I start, you guys can hit the start Wait, button. But how long do we get? It's the fastest time.
2: Oh, okay. So there's okay. absolutely all right. Wait, we could just draw it out and be the longest time. There you go. Stipendize for that. Yeah, well, yeah,
0: we're not coming back. That's people will listen to your podcast the longest. I bet. <laughs> if you, yes, if you make it long. All right, here we go. All right. What was the most difficult beer you've ever made, and why?
2: Uh, I'm gonna say the C470 collaboration that we did. Uh, that that Weisenbach was uh, was a long, long brew day. Cans about uh, because of the decoction. Uh, We did we just kegged it.
0: Okay cans or bottles you prefer in general cans. Cans, Yeah favorite beer in the world Shout them out. Mission double IPA Uh, uh, Stone double IPA. (laughs) Best brewery in the world
1: 38th state (laughs) Are we not we're not
0: repping our own (laughs) best brewer in the world 38th state Brewer brewer my kitty. Oh me and Gordon (laughs) Um, What's more fun home brewing or commercial brewing
2: commercial brewing? water's hotter.
0: How frequent does 38 states have to kick someone out because they're too drunk?
2: Never, we've never, we were just
1: talking about that too, we never had. I don't know, you're not done drinking yet, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? Mike.
0: Brett. Favorite color? Blue. Blue. Airspeed, velocity of an all swallow? Fast. 225. Nice. Movie Strange Brew, what did Doug and Bob claim to have found in a beer bottle? A wasp. Ugh! <sighs> oh. Guys, it's a mouse. You're done. Ah, uh, 114. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you, guys. 114.
2: I don't know if 114 is good. I think we missed most of those. We found a wasp once.
0: <laughs> I don't recall what the last time was. So, as for now, you guys are still up in the running.
2: Caught us with the, the best brewer? What? What? <laughs> so, what? So
0: go ahead. If you want to elaborate on any of these questions really quick, go for it. Because I know that uh, favorite beer in the world, stuff like that, you know, I'll give you a time just to say, hey, give a shout out. <laughs> favorite beer in the world? <laughs> so, yeah, so what was your? What did you guys answer for your favorite beer in the world?
2: Ag Stone, Stone IPA. I'm uh, a big fan of those uh, Cork can. those Mission Cork Cans, Double IPA. But don't
1: sleep on Old Milwaukee, man. Yeah, don't. That's, yeah. that's a hot drink right there.
2: So, question
0: Does Does drinking Miller really lead you to living the high life?
2: No, but I think it's a brilliant ad campaign. <laughs> it's the champagne. And, the and I have to ask
0: you guys, because it's right around the Super Bowl, without knocking anybody, uh, what did you guys think of the uh, the Budweiser commercial?
2: I, did, I thought it was. Uh, I, I felt that they were threatened. And I, I, you know, being that word, what. Craft beer is 2% of the beer industry. I think
0: that says a lot. That's, that, that's very cool. And especially since you know that they do like their microbrews, and without microbrews, they're not able to expand. So kind of right, cool. Yeah. So, well, I appreciate it, guys. It was, uh, it was awesome talking to you guys. Thank you again, Brett and Mike at 38 State Brewing Company for your time. Remember to check out our website for more podcasts and take a look at our great beer gear at ilovecoloradobeer.com. Thank you, Colorado.